Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, a co-production of EWTN Radio and SpiritualDirection.com, where we provide you with a spiritual haven of rest and explore the riches of the wisdom of the saints and the path to union with God. This is Dan and Stephanie Burke. Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, your radio haven of rest, your hermitage of the heart, your monastery of the mind, where we lift our hearts and minds to heaven to draw upon the wisdom of the saints to help us navigate the insanity of this present life, <laughs> the tumult, uh, which is all good. You know, it's 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 a great time. It's a wonderful time to be a Catholic, in my opinion. It is like, you know, because I'm a dim bulb and dim bulbs and dark rooms work and the room is really dark. <laughs> and so I'm very happy to be uh, I'm very happy to be in a place where I, you know, we can make a difference, even if you're a dim bulb. Um, there's so much going on, but we have a unusual show today, a special guest, uh, to talk about, uh, internet, social media kind of persecution. And, but most of all to our listeners, how you can help. And we really do need your help. Right. Right. So I want so to introduce I want to our in- guest. Yeah. So I want to welcome sister Kristen Garner. Um, she is originally from Ohio, USA, and is currently living in Alcala de Henares, España, Spain. Uh, she is a member of the community of the Servant Sisters of the Home of the Mother and is the postulator of the cause of the beatification of Sister Claire Crockett. Uh, welcome so much, Sister. I'm so delighted that you're here. Um, I'm a big fan of Sister Claire. Years and years ago, I watched her, um, the information that y'all put out on her, her movie. I was deeply moved by her story. Um, so I'm so glad that you're here. Um, unfortunately, under persecution and under problems, right? Um, but we want to help and we want to know what's going on and we want to let our listeners know what's going on and see how we can help you. Thank you so much for having me. It's 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 a delight to be it's a delight to be with you today. Now, before we jump in, just for folks who don't know her, maybe like uh, just a brief um, treatment of her life. Uh, and then let's talk about the more uh, practical stuff that the weird stuff's happened with YouTube, that sort of thing. So Sister Claire Crockett was a member of our community who passed away in 2016 in an earthquake in, in Ecuador. She, when she was young, she wanted to be an actress, you know, lived the life of a normal young person, um, had an encounter with Christ on Good Friday. She kissed the cross and that totally changed her life. And so she decided to give her life to God, leave behind her dreams. And God brought her dreams to fulfillment in a different way. But um, yeah, and then she passed away seven years ago now. And since her death, her story's been out there touching people all, all over the world nonstop. And, and so that's why we, we made the documentary about her life, which we published in 2018. So five years ago, it's been up, it had been up on YouTube for about five years. And had about it had two million views in English and Spanish. It's still up, thankfully, with four million views. So yeah, wow. So the the crazy part about it is now have you so basically the the documentary, and I got to watch a little bit of it because you were you were able to repost it somewhere else in your community uh, page. Is that yes. right? Yeah. And we'll put a link down in the description where people can find the you know, the reposting of it, but it was taken down. Tell our viewers what, what the crazy kind of uh, reason they said 
it, they took it down. So it was November 3rd. I was actually um, waiting in line to get into the U.S. Embassy here in Spain to do some paperwork. And, and one of the sisters called me and they're like, you know, the the player on Sister Claire's website with the documentary is is saying the video has been deleted. Like, what's up with that? I was like, what? And so then I, I, I said, well, check the YouTube channel. I gave her on the phone the password and the information so she could log in. She's like, yeah, the channel, it just doesn't exist it's not there anymore in the mm -hmm. list of channels and I was like can you check the email to see if they gave us a reason you know I'm starting to get a little bit nervous here I was like what's going on um finally she found and we found in the spam folder a message from YouTube saying that the channel had been removed totally eliminated for scam fraud and and disobeying their their policies basically yeah, and so what's what's fascinating about that <laughs> is I see, you know, I'm out on YouTube and I see all these, you know, uh, uh, infomercials for for funky uh, supplements and you know just everything in the world people are selling and peddling, right? And so, what are you selling and peddling that's a scam and a fraud? Is a a young woman who had a radical conversion to Christ, and you know, I didn't get to watch the whole documentary. And Stephanie said she I watched did. it a few I years did. ago. Does it have any like con? controversial alphabet soup sort of you know what i mean stuff in it that would make them want to uh take it down i didn't i don't see any of that we didn't try to sell anything we didn't have we didn't speak bad about anyone i mean it just a, it presents her life it presents the call to holiness i mean it is a call to leave mediocrity behind and give your all to christ and um it does speak specifically about you know leaving behind superficiality sin i mean but nothing nothing that i would call scam or fraud <laughs> yeah and there's no there were no there's no like b-roll that's from somebody else's copyrighted material no. i mean there's just no reason no, we, had, we had all the rights to all the footage to all the music i mean it was there's nothing that and, and they they did give us a, a link to appeal because i've heard other cases in the past with other similar situations where the video is removed and there's not even an option to click appeal and respond but we did get an appeal button so i hit the, the button and i looked through their list of the, all the policies that we couldn't break as the scams fraud and, and i went one by one through all the, the lists saying that why we hadn't violated any of those norms because some of them are like, oh, you you have a deceiving, a deceptive title that you announce some, one thing and the video is really something else. Or you have a link in the description that leads to another website that that's, sells something that you don't, I don't know. But we didn't do any of that. So I, I put the list and, and they responded in about like 12 hours. 12 hours later, they responded saying that they had looked at the video again and that we had indeed disobeyed their their norms and that the video was going to the channel was going to remain deleted so so why do you think they deleted it what what do you think is behind the motivation here so two years before the entire channel hadn't been deleted but specifically sister claire's film had been deleted wow and we appealed in 30 minutes later it was back up so i so i do think there is something behind specifically sister claire's film i don't know if it's it's just people that don't like it and that who get a team of people together to hit um, the button that says, you know, I don't like it. Oh, yeah. Scam. And so if you get a thousand people to hit that button in an uh, hour's span of time, maybe that's why they consider it spam. That's what I think it could be. Or it, 
it's true that we also had another video on the channel, which was the testimony of the conversion of a, um, a, a Muslim, it's a Muslim convert named uh. Mario Joseph India. And that video specifically did have lots of comments, even recent comments. It's a video we published 10 years ago, but it continued to have a lot of views and lots of comments of people who were quite upset about the conversion of this Muslim. So I don't know, I don't know which of the two videos was more um, inflammatory. Right. to them yeah but whatever. but the other one was never deleted it was only sister no. claire's right sister claire's had been deleted yeah. two years before for the same motive and i we appealed and it was it was brought back up but this time was the muslim conversion deleted as well yes yes yeah i mean oh, okay. I, I suspect okay. that people just uh, gang complaining if you will mm. um yeah that makes sense well yeah and, and knowing but in her that story case, they should, yeah, youtube should look at the reasons and see if it's really it does sure break their norms yeah yeah i think that assumes that there's reasonable people using reason to make decisions yeah right using intelligence right right so so what can be um so right now it's down is that correct at least there but it's we we'll, we'll put a link in the description though uh i got it from robert nugent which is where i heard uh the irish um commentator which i heard sister first it's up in their community website. So if you go to the link in this video, once it's published, um, then you'll see uh, what, can we put that out on uh, EWTN's Facebook page, Jordan? He he put the link out there. So if you're watching live streaming through EWTN's Facebook page, you can see the link in the comments to get to the the documentary video now. Okay. Okay. Is there, is there any way to recover the channel? Cause I, like I'm, I let all these people that know something about technology and the social media world make those decisions, but um, I don't, I don't, I don't know how it works. Is this kind of just like, well, we just need to redirect people over here, or is there anything that we can do to help get the channel up for you, or what? I we contacted several Catholic media people that we knew the same thing had happened to them. One was EWTN in Poland. A few years ago, the same thing happened to them. And they basically told us, you just need to get the word out because once about a hundred news articles were published, the channel was returned. So we're hoping yeah. that the more we get the news out, the the sooner they'll get it back to us. But Yeah, well, so as soon as I heard about it, I sent it to our EWTN friends and EWTN News and sister said she saw a piece from CNA, a okay. Catholic news agency yeah. Great. go up. So that's really, that's one that's way. the way, that's yeah. the way we can help. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then I, I think the other way is for any of our listeners to share this on their social media. Yeah. This particular, you know, get the word out, go to your site, share the story of Sister Claire, because we want like like one of the questions I have is why why is it matter for this video about her life to in in terms of her cause? Why is it so important that this video get out and as, as many people as possible see it and know about Sister Claire? So now for Sister Claire's cause, a study is being done to see if there's fame of holiness. And um, we've already received the Neil Offset from Rome. The diocese here in Spain is studying um, her fame of holiness. So the more the word gets out and the more people share how they've been touched about Sister Claire, you know, the more fame of holiness there is and and, and her cause goes forward. Though, I mean... I think obviously that the fact that her video is being attacked so much is obviously it's obvious that you know somebody out there doesn't want this to yeah be spreading around but 
So right. the website we can send people to as we conclude our segment is sisterclaire.com. Is that the best place for people to go to get the update on her can, yes. can it yes. beatification process? Yes, exactly. Well, we're so grateful, Sister Chris, Chris, Kristen, for you being with us this morning, telling us about this saga. And we're hopeful that uh, this helps to get the word out. Share it on your social media. Let people know, because the more you share it, the more potential other media outlets will pick it up. And uh, and then maybe can help get it recovered and also pray. I mean, that's the most power that that's the, 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 the most important thing we can do is um, ask the Lord to help with this process. But I suspect uh, in the end, this is all going to work out to 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 a greater po- positive end for the beatification process. We're really grateful for the joy and the witness of um, Sister Claire and for all your great work that you're doing to um, bring the Lord to the people of the world through your through your efforts in your community sisters ser- servant sisters of the home of the mother sisterclaire.com thank you sister Christopher, for being with us today thank you for having me god bless all right. you all god bless you take care the beautiful fact that no suffering is wasted that all suffering has a purpose and to wrestle with the idea, which is that everything that happens in our lives is either willed or permitted by God. Okay, God, why would you permit these things? I know that you're a good father and you're a loving father. So there's something there. So I I have to bridge this gap between your permission of my suffering to your love for me as a father. And Uniformity with God's Will, the book by by St. Alphonsus Liguori bridges that gap. And he explains as only he can, because he's such a hard hitter, the reality that these are all moments of growth, of virtue, of, hey, your legs are weak. You're like a newborn deer. You can't stand on your own. We need to get you to stand on your own. You know, those sorts of things. Even even desolation, you know, the day-to-day kind of the ebbs and flows of the spiritual life, those things are all permitted for a greater good, whatever that might be. Check out the brand new updated version of Uniformity with God's Will titled Finding Peace in the Storm with Commentary by Dan Burke. Welcome back to Divine Intimacy Radio's Dan Stephen Burke. Segment two, we talked, of course, in the first segment with Sister Kristen Gardner, who's the postulator of the cause of um, Sister Claire Crockett and uh, how the the uh, the her, her um, what is it documentary about her life and her conversion, and then her beatification process it was uh, taken down by YouTube for spurious reasons, and you know said it was fraud and they were selling stuff, whatever, and they, they were doing none of the thing, yeah. none none of the none, none of the things they were accused of. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and you know we just need to push back on this stuff. Yeah. We, we need to be clear. We need to be bold. We need to be loving. We mm-hmm. need to be all that we're called to be. Mm-hmm. But we need to push back on these things and find ways around them. Yeah. You know, get the word out. That's why we had that show, the first segment of this. And now we're going to our, our issue. Yeah. Yeah. And and I would encourage, because I do know Sister uh, Claire's story. I have watched it. It's beautiful. You don't want to miss it. Um check out uh sisterclaire.com watch her story and pray to her yeah. pray pray to her that her cause can be moved forward because it's not a minor thing that her english 
uh, views were five million. Spanish views were four million. Yeah, that's amazing. It's huge. She's obviously got you know the the uh, holiness of the persona. You know her her cult is is rising. So let's pray to her, maybe to help deal with these issues. You know, mm -hmm. out on the internet. Yeah, that keeps shutting down good content, Christian content. Um, important content of how we need to communicate out to God's people what's going on. Yeah, and ours isn't quite as dramatic in terms of 5 million views, but uh, just asking our producer, you gave me a number a minute ago, Jordan, about the uh, high high number of views on one video. We had 62,000 views at one point on several of the videos, and now it's uh, we'll, we'll be lucky if we break. 300 300 and what's fascinating is we we don't just like the sisters we don't deal with a lot of con controversial political issues what we deal with the catholic mystical tradition so you know my instinct is it's just you know the work of the enemy but we do need your help so our main um youtube page is spiritualdirection.com youtube page and that's got all of these shows on it and we've been posting there for years thousands of uh, hours of great content what we've decided to do uh, to try to reboot the effort and figure out ways around this challenge and wanted to invite you to help us out is start a new uh, page. We're not, we're not getting rid of the old one. We're going to keep posting there, but a new one called Dan Burke, the way of contemplation. And it's going to be uh, content that I'm producing, uh, ask, asking and answering questions on the interior life. And uh, some, some of that will also include, my beloved spouse and co-host as well, and other folks like Father John Bartunic, Dr. Anthony Lillis, a lot of good, a lot of good new content. But what I'd be grateful for you to do is help us get the word out to try to break this barrier and get to where our views and distribution are back up. And we're also looking at other, you know, channels and means to get get the word out as well. But uh, head out and do that search. Dan Burke, The Way of Contemplation. And when you go out there, the way you can help is subscribe, which tells YouTube you're interested in it, and then comment, which affects the algorithms. Jordan, do you want to explain, you know, I, and, and by the way, this is for all Catholics who care about good content on, on social media. How is it that these companies uh, determine that your content is interesting and rise it like automatically rise it up to the top in searches and that sort of thing so that good Catholics know here's what I can do to help, you know, like the sister Claire situation or our situation. Basically, you know, it's not enough just to watch a video. If uh -huh. you subscribe, that helps the algorithm liking the video, sharing the video. That's huge. Commenting on the video, basically interacting and telling every interaction tells these different platforms that this is content that I want to see. And, uh, it, it allows the algorithm, which is generally unmanned. It's, it's, it's automatic. It's pretty automatic. Uh, you have to help the algorithm recognize that this is content that I want to see and that others want to see. Otherwise you can subscribe. And if you don't interact, you may not see anything. So how little or uh, a lot do people need to interact? Can they just like put, yeah, I agree. Or great. Or would, anything helps. Any comment like any, that, a thumbs yeah, up or yeah. sharing, that sort of thing. Head out to Dan Burke, The Way of Contemplation, spiritualdirection.com as well, that YouTube page, and you're going to find all kinds of great stuff. You know, I had a just to switch over to a like a Q&A thing that we can post for people. I had a 
question that was asked to me here at the retreat house recently that we can address and and that we'll post this up on uh, one or both of the places. But somebody asked me, how important is it that we know where we're at in the spiritual life, you know, like in the purgative, eliminative and unitive ways? Mm -hmm. Is it important at all? And what does what does, let's say, St. Teresa of Avila, John of the Cross teach about those phases? Why did they spend time delineated, including Thomas Aquinas and uh, St. Catherine of Siena and St. Francis of Sales? Why did they spend time delineating phases of spiritual growth? It seems like it'd be pretty important. Hmm. Well, I think the, the first thing that comes to mind is an understanding that the spiritual life is not a is not a straight line trajectory. Mm -hmm. um, I was just discussing this with the directee the other day because they were concerned where they would, you know, kind of make a surge forward doing really well and then they'd fall back and it was kind of this tug of, they felt like a tug of war of like, why did this happen to me? You know, I thought I was doing better. I thought I was past these kind of things. And, and we were working through that. And so what I did is I described it as rather than a linear line from the purgative to the unitive, it's a little bit like if you throw spaghetti on the wall and it's a little bit of up and down and up and down and back and forth. Mm -hmm. um, but what you want to know is the overall trajectory. Are, are you continuing to move forward? Um, you know, if you took a, a ratio or a percentage of the the movement is it an upward movement towards greater union with the lord less sin growth in virtue uh more prayer more self-giving more self-denial yeah. all of that right yeah so i would agree i mean the, the first and most important concern is are you generally making progress even if there's a wavy up and down the only thing to clarify on the spaghetti thing is so the purgative illuminative and unitive ways can be relatively compared to like childhood, adolescence, and adulthood, you know, in, the, in, in our psychological, physiological uh, development cycle. So you, you can't be a child and an adult at the same time. Right. But in the, in the little twists and turns in those phases, which can be decades long, mm -hmm. uh, you'll go up and down and back and forward in your progress just because that's our brokenness. And that's the way even God teaches us, right? So one... Trajectory is the most important thing. Are you increasing in love? Are you decreasing in sin? Uh, are you increasing in virtue? Are you increasing in patience or whatever your root sin is? Mm -hmm. Pride, vanity, wrath, lust, you know, avarice. Whatever those are, are they minimizing and are there opposite virtues emerging just in, in a way that is, you know, let's say on an annual basis, which is a good way of judging, asking someone who knows you really well, am I? better in this way in the last year that tells you you're heading the right direction or not but they also delineated between the phases all, all of these spiritual doctors of the church so that we could in those phases understand what's normal and abnormal right and right. then yield to what the holy spirit wants to do or heal us of or where we need particular work uh, in terms of sin against sin and that sort of thing, yield to those movements in that phase. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, what, what we're basically showing is that the Holy Spirit has provided common language between the different doctors of the church, saints mm -hmm. that have 
describe this. I mean, there's a place, I think it's in spiritual direction or in uh, you're navigating the interior life mm -hmm. where you show the different languages between the different saints denoting the purgative, illuminative and unity and how they describe and how it. they describe yeah. it. So it's it's providing some commonality in language, some commonality in understanding. Should you be staring at that dashboard? Absolutely not. Yeah, you don't want to stare at your gauges when you're driving your car. No, because that becomes that becomes an exercise in narcissism. Yeah. You just want to know and be able to have this conversation with your spiritual director, like you said, maybe once a year, yeah. once every six months, to just make sure that you're still on the trajectory towards oneness with the Lord. And what is it? I mean, your examine helps you decide, okay, where am I? How do I move forward? How do I diagnose this with my spiritual director? How do I discern this? And how do I use the examine in my, in my plan of love, as it were, as we describe it, to continue this upward trajectory? Yeah. And just to give you a really specific example, like if you're in the early purgative stage, which is the first stages where you're beginning to say, yeah, yes to the Lord. And I want to move forward, the thing you're going to realize is that habitual sin is the first target to go after. Mm -hmm. Now you do, you do, how you do that is multifaceted. It has to do with, as you say, the exam and going to confession regularly, immersing yourself in the sacraments, which are the greatest sources of the life of God in you, mm -hmm. given to you, poured out for you in and through those sacraments. So you have the clarity to see what is my sin? Self-awareness, always growing in self-awareness. Right. So you have the clarity to see through self-awareness. And then you have the uh, strength to pursue that sin and to go after that sin and overcome it by God's grace. But you also have to cooperate and fight like crazy. And so in the early purgative stage, that's how you yield to the Holy Spirit is if it's mortal sin, you got to be super aggressive because that's so dangerous. The ultimate, you know, end of dying in a state of mortal sin is not ending up in the in the good place and going to the bad place, going to hell. And we none of us wants that. And that's not God's desire, which is why he gave us, gave himself up for us and gave us, gave himself through the sacraments to us. If you want to get a good treatment of that, like the, the first treatment I did was in navigating the interior life, as you mentioned, which also has a quiz, if you will, or a self-assessment to better ways, not a quiz of finding your roots in and making you more aware of which, which to tackle first. Right. But then also in uh, Devil in the Castle, which is my most recent book, where I updated the purgative, illuminative, and unitive ways. And, and of course, you can find courses like uh, about this and at the Avila Institute. I uh, teach Foundations of Prayer and Union with God, where I go into it in depth at avila-institute.org. So, really, all the work that we do teaches about this in some form or yeah, fashion, yeah. including our marriage retreats. Yes, so everything. Exactly. Everything we've incorporated this Because it's such so. a powerful perspective. Well, it's life-changing. Yeah. yeah. Well, with that, we're okay. all out of time. Until next time, may the God of peace make you perfect in holiness. May he preserve you whole and entire, spirit, soul, and body, irreproachable at the coming of our Lord, Jesus Christ. Learn more about the interior life. Visit spiritualdirection.com. Divine Intimacy Radio is a co-production of EWTN Radio and spiritualdirection.com and heard worldwide on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network.